what you drink. Life. Welcome to Train for Life, a podcast brought to you by ISI Elite Training. I'm Adam Rice, founder and CEO, and we'll be hosting this alongside Amanda Hall, our COO. Tune in weekly as we explore topics on personal and professional development to help you level up in all aspects of your life. We call this Training for Life. Hey guys, welcome back to Train for Life Season 2. Um, I'm here with Adam, and today we're going to be talking about validation. Um, I'm going to throw it to you right away. So what does validation mean to you? So it's interesting. So we're, we're obviously talking about validation from the standpoint of like the human validation that um, I think everybody does need to some degree, but also is at a fault. We, right, we allow it to sway our decisions. We allow it to sway our, our level of it and, and sphere of influence. But if we just look up the definition of validation, it's the action of making or declaring something legally or officially acceptable. Mm-hmm. Or another way of this is the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. So when we look at it from the, this standpoint, I think if I, if I look at the word of validation, I, I immediately, and I don't know what you think, I immediately think of uh, social media, right? And I think... A lot of us, um, we live in a world that the picture is painted of what, how we should be, what what we should be, how we should look. Um, and, and I think Gary, I saw maybe Gary B posted something on this, but he said, so many of us are trying to impress people that don't even like us, right? And aren't going to be at our funeral or it was something along those lines. And so we live a life trying to get validation from those people who aren't even going to be there in the end, who don't care about us. And that whether that's buying things um, or achieving for a title or achieving um, a certain look to, to, to seek approval or whatever it is. So I think for validation, I do think, and we've talked about this, I do think at the human root, there's a level of like affirmation or validation that we all need to some degree, right? But I think when it starts to allow us to um, determine our actions and how we show up, how we dress, how we do the things that we need to do, uh, I think that's where it's very unhealthy and so oftentimes that we see that. And so, you know, I I really want to start talking through this because I think most people listening to this um, can relate to that in the world of social media that we're in. So how have you seen just in personal? So I, I do want to get to leadership and, and talk about validation for leaders, but how have you seen it play out? I mean, you've got two teenage girls, right? So they're living in that, that Gen Z world, um, which it's like huge there. So how have you seen that play out in your teenage girls? How do you coach to that as a parent? And then also on the personal, just how, kind of what's your view well, I think I think society overall now needs validation more than ever. They're, they're seeking it because I think social media changed that. Right. You know, the how many likes did you get? Who's commented on your post? Who engages it? Who hearts it? Who fires it? You, or yep. gives you the little emojis? I think it has changed our perception of what validation is and how it's made. I think a lot of people are very dependent on it. Mm-hmm. For I think that's why we see so much, you know, depression and you know what people are going through. And you're watching somebody's highlight reel, and if people aren't validating you, 
you know, so you think if you see someone get a response from something on social media, then you should do that. So you get that response. Um, we, I will tell you for like Instagram, my youngest doesn't even have it yet. Um, we've taken it away a couple times from my oldest teen who's now 17. We, you know, we kind of went with this whole at the age of 13, you know, you can get access to these things. And then we quickly took that away. And then I think there's this movement of how do we get, how do we get, like, when is the right time? Cause I don't want them to be afraid of it. I want them to, I want to have conversations with them about social media now, especially my oldest, she's a junior, right? So next, I mean, she's 17 years old. So I don't want her to be thrown into all of this way of communication and honestly the way that a lot of people connect, even business. I mean, we do business through Instagram now, right? So is there a way that I could help her see it through a healthy lens and also point out the negative lens of it and how it could influence her without that happening? So we, we talk a lot about it. Um, neither of my kids spend a lot of time in the Instagram space. Um, and because we've kind of pulsed it and taken things away at times when we feel like it's unhealthy, which isn't always a comfortable place to be as a parent, but I just think we need to do it. Just like I think as an adult, if you find yourself feeling in a place where you have a lot of anxiety or depression, like you probably need to take yourself off, yeah. right? If you're constantly, you know, looking through the lens of what other people are doing and then as much as you want people to validate you there, if you're looking at it and it's causing you to have negative thoughts, I think in that realm, you need to find either, if you can't balance it, just take yourself off. I think we feel like we're missing out. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's this whole FOMO thing that happens. There's um, a level of, you know, people are painting the perfect picture. What you see, everybody has a social media account. So I, my thought on that is if you're posting on it, you already know that you posted a picture and then X, Y, and Z was happening in the background that nobody knew about, right? So it's the same thing happening to everybody else. Right. And in reality, I just think that there, that need for validation there, I think it has done a pivot and changed. It's funny, um, Heidi Powell recently posted um, about going off of social media and that's a big part of you know her personal brand for a month. Um, because of every, you know, obviously everything that happened there um, in her life. If you guys don't know, you can go and look at her Instagram. But she, her coming back to it, she realized how much she was missing out on because of spending time there. Where she thought she wasn't with her family, but she was. But also, like, the filters. You know, her most recent post I have a lot of respect for. And she said, I'm done with filters. Yeah. I'm not going to put a filter on my stuff anymore. People are going to see me the way that I am. Yeah. Um because I realized someone had said to her, like, hey, you're part of the problem. Like, you know, for her, it was like, well, makeup's a filter. Yes. But she also said, like, I can see that, right? So I'm done with filters. I want to be who I really am. So it just shows you, like, that influence of we want to be validated. Um, so we use filters. We use different things to make us look good there. And you, you just start at that one core element personally and then think how that trickles into everything else yeah. in your life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do yeah. you think? I mean, especially from a social media standpoint and just, and as a guy, I mean, I think women, we're very, uh, I mean, I think all of us want to feel like, you know, attractive and you're looking at all these things happening through social media and who's getting validated and who's not. But what do you think? So whenever I questioned myself, I said, why do I post? Why did I just post that? Meaning like what, if anybody can ask why they posted something and we're all at fault, of this, right? Some more than others. 
But I'll say, like, if you would go back, even if you look at your grid, right, and you're like, why did I post this? Like, what was the intention behind it? I think for most people, 50 to 75% of their posts, they're going to be like, yeah, it was like, it was validation, right? Versus using social media, it's a necessary evil in business. And I say this, if I didn't have a business, I don't know if I'd be on it. There are some great things about it. It timestamps, like it's literally now or the past 10 years become, I would have lost, I mean, I've got crazy ADD. I would have lost all these photos, yeah. right, that I've taken and posted. Um, and so when those come up on like time hop or timeline, like that's really cool. But at the same time, it, I, I personally use it as a lens of business, meaning providing visibility into who I am, what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, we're all at fault, right. For sometimes needing validation through that, but that's really the purpose and how I use it. And I think if you can define your purpose and how you use it, then you're going to be a lot more clear on making those decisions of like, should I post this? Should I not? Should there be a filter? Should there not be a filter? What are the hashtags? If I'm hashtagging 20 different hashtags, what is the purpose? Like if you're trying to become an influencer, cool. Like you should do that, right? You're trying to build a business. If it's just to get as many likes, right? Like if you're an executive or whatever it is and you have no intention of build it being an influencer then my my direct thought process is why are you hashtagging 20 different things is that for validation right is it to, or is it just what society has told us to do or that yeah right subconsciously and so i think when it comes down to that it's like for people it was interesting i was i was at um my my alma mater about a week or two ago for for a meeting and um one of my professors that was there when I was there I said what's the I said tell me the difference between like your students today and when I was there right so I was there just to give you guys context I was there from 2007 to 2011 um, so a little over 10 years ago and he said Adam like today I I literally every single semester right around 25 percent of kids have to go home because of anxiety and depression. Wow. He said in your class, and obviously once before that, that was never the case. And it's like social media has 100% done that, right? Uh, so it's, it is, it's, it's the thing that's providing anxiety, which anxiety is fear of future things. It's living in the future of what if, what could happen, right? And I think that's what Instagram does. So I want to change directions here. Um, obviously, you've led hundreds of people over your career. So... If we go with the basis and the foundation of we all, at some degree, need validation, right? Um, or affirmation is maybe a better word for that. Talk to me about leaders. Those leaders you've seen really, really successful and carry substantial influence and their need for validation versus how they validate others and kind of go down that road. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you cannot be a really great leader if you need to have all the validation and affirmation and credit come to you, right? Leadership at the end of the day is about making your people successful. You're not a successful leader if the people under you aren't successful, which means they need to get all the credit. Um, and I think a lot of leaders really struggle with this at first. I, I think if you're working with a team and you're not getting out of them what you want to get out of them and across the board, everybody who reports to you, you need to say, okay, am I the problem? Most of the time you are. 
And I think a lot of leaders um, really struggle with transitioning from, especially if you're growing into a leadership role, right? So, you know, for me, that was I did sales at Verizon Wireless, and then I was running a team. And I had to move from, you know, my quota and what I would earn was based off their success, right? So I had to transition from I could control this and this was me and I was kind of getting all the attaboys, if you will, for my job to I would only get that if they did well. And nobody gives you the attaboy at a leadership level typically, right? I mean, because your success is their success. So you have to transition from that need. And I think um, – for one, you have to recognize it. You need to find somebody. If you're a leader, you need to find somebody you can really trust and say, where where are my strengths and where are not? But um, I think that some people need affirmation more than others. You just have to learn how to flip that affirmation to come from your team's success. Um, I always say, like, you know, the higher you move up, the lonelier it gets. And a lot of that comes from that. I also think, you know, um, there's a fine line too with your team, right? Because I'm a big believer in a culture of recognition. Yeah. I want to recognize the people who work on my team um, as much as I can, but I think it also has to come with a balance of they have to know that you're not just going to give them the recognition, you're also going to give them the constructive. But, you know, I just see leaders who sit in that path. You will only go so far, and eventually teams won't want to work for you, um, that you won't get the best out of them, and they will move on. Um, they will quickly look for someone who is going to empower them. So almost by taking an affirmation validation approach for yourself personally as a leader, you will, at the end of the day, you will do a disservice to your team. Mm -hmm. And and I even think that need comes down to the leader who doesn't lead. They do all the doing. Yep. And to them, they're like, my team loves me because you know what? I do all the work for them. Mm. Well, that's at a need for affirmation. Right. You need to be the one that gets the credit. That is not leadership. Um, leadership is letting them jump in and really own their roles and being that guiding force, which means they, at the end of the day, personally get that affirmation and that credit. So I think if that's really important to you and that's not something you can transition and, and transition, I don't know that leadership is the best spot for somebody who that is absolutely what they need. They have to get really honest with themselves. If they can't, you know, I think you can learn. I don't think that's something that you have to have. Um, but, yeah, I think the end. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? From no, I, I mean, I think you hit it straight on. The So many people are like, I want to be a executive. I want to be a business owner. I want to be this. And at the end of the day, like your tolerance for a lack of validation has to be there because no one is going to validate you the higher up it is your job. Right. And so if you're somebody who thrives off of that and maybe you're an achiever and you're thriving off of what you said, the attaboys, the, the, um, you know, everybody clapping for you. And that's what drives you. You will not be a great leader at a higher level. Like you have to change that because, and, and at the, this is common sense, right? Yourself. We talk about self-motivation. We talk about being self-driven. Like those are all key characteristics of high performing people. Um, because gosh, when you own a business and, and any business owners, I mean, you're, you're not getting that right from yeah. anybody. Um, so it's got to come from either, uh, even other business owners aren't going to give you affirmation or validation. Right. And so it, it really comes down to like, what are you driven by? To me, that's, that's really like, when we talk validation, it's like, 
if you're driven by validation, you are going to have a, you are going to completely kill your career, right? And you're probably going to be depressed and you're probably going to have anxiety. And I agree, it can change, but you got to check yourself. But think about the personal lens of, um, I don't know who said this, but it always sticks with me. When you go into a room of people um, and when you leave that room, if you're the person who says the least, but you ask the most questions and you care more about what everybody else is in the room, um, they may not know one thing about you, but they'll be like, wow, you know, that Adam Rice, he was such a nice guy. And you'll be like, I didn't even tell him anything about myself, but I learned all about them, right? right? So if you're the kind of person who, and this is to me a way you can kind of balance your need for some of this, walks into a room and you need to tell everybody about yourself. And then when somebody, you know, the person, if you tell a story of something that happened and they have a story right back, yeah, yeah. everything goes back to them. Um, you can kind of use a couple things to really check yourself to say, do I really have a strong need for validation? Um, and if you can really get honest with yourself and you see that as your pattern, you have to find some ways to break the pattern, which to me goes to take, you got to get a little bit of humility, right? You need to ask more questions to other people, probably need to become a better listener. And at a leadership level, you need to say, do people see the success of my team as my doing or their doing? And if they see it as you're doing as a leader, you need to step out of that and you need to learn how to give them the limelight, you know, um, in, in all categories. So, I mean, what do you think from a standpoint of how do you actually move from a place of I need this level of validation to I can I can be validated through other things? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think there is a shift in that. You still need it, but what drives you can change. I think it comes down to personal development because validation is unhealthy any way you put it because you're dependent upon someone else, right? So you're, you're saying, you're essentially saying my happiness is the pendulum of my happiness is so dependent upon if you validate me or not. And that's no one wants to live in that. And somebody else's control yeah. than yours, right? You're not controlling your joy, you're not controlling your happiness. And so at the end of the day, if you say I have a need for this, or you start to recognize your pattern of that, then at the end of the day, it, you got to do some deep work in my opinion of understanding, you know, for me, this is where a lot of my faith comes in, right? Is that I don't need to be validated, but is it feel good to be affirmed? And, and to know you're on the right track, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not, I don't need that from mm -hmm. somebody. Um, not to say that I don't have a million other deficiencies, which I do, right? But validation is one of those things that I, I don't need, um, which I think has allowed me to continue to move forward in certain areas of my life because I'm not waiting on somebody to give me permission. And I think a lot of validation links to permission Right. And the more that you give yourself self-permission, then <laughs> the more you realize you don't need the validation of others. Right. right. So it's this confidence, but also it's leading with humility. But I will say this, like if you're dependent upon validation, it's unhealthy. It's going to lead to depression. It's going to lead to anxiety because your joy and happiness is dependent on somebody else other than you. And that's not a healthy place to be in. Wow. So, anything else you want from a leadership standpoint that you, no, I mean, I think, and I think you just said it very well. I mean, I didn't even think about it from that standpoint. Um, just the ability of the control that you give up to someone else over your happiness and your joy. Um, but I do think going back just to tie it all together, I do think there's a big shift. I think having teenagers, 
um, and watching how like how they how they even social sociably how they're impacted by social media and how that need for validation started so young yeah. because of everything snapchat um it goes beyond instagram and facebook and all these things but that's obviously impacting everybody across the board so it, it is very if i look through that lens i think there's so much um about asking yourself that question of why do i do the things i do whether it's posting something or how you show up to you know and interact with your friends or your family or why are you doing the things that you're doing and at the core of that if it is out of validation um you know how do you think through that how do you switch that i mean i think that's the challenge i think everybody i think from a standpoint of if everybody needs a level of validation and i think at times in your life when you feel really insecure something's going on there the need for validation drastically increases i don't think someone can say that it doesn't i mean life goes through seasons and challenges this would be my last question to you when you are in a place when somebody finds themselves in a place of really needing validation because maybe they're going through a tough season how do they um how do you find other ways to cope with that do you think it's just once you don't need it you don't need it anymore or because i think a little opposite so yeah. maybe that's the difference i feel like there are seasons where people are going to seek validation more than others i mean i think so if you if you link valid validate it Dopamine is the is the gateway to validation, right? So when we talk about how we want to be validated, whether it's through likes or through comments or whatever it is, it's a release of dopamine and affirmation that we're seeking what we're seeking. And so I think this is a question, and this is full transparency, this is a question that I ask myself a lot is I don't go through and hopefully I'm not jinxing myself. Uh. I just don't go through massive roller coasters of seasons. And I, and I ask myself, is that by the grace of God? Is that because I'm very self-aware or is that because just I've been lucky so far and storms are coming, right? Cause storms are always going to come, but do I view storms differently? Do I let it impact me differently because I am not seeking the validation that maybe some others are? And that's where I internally struggle because like for me, I haven't ever lost anybody close to me, right? Other than like my grandmother who I was the closest with, but she was 90 years old. Um, so I haven't had much tragedy in my life. My parents, I mean, great parents growing up, supportive, they're still together. Like I just haven't had that. And so for me, it's really hard. Obviously I've, I've handled the ups and the downs of business and almost being bankrupt and all of that, but it's like, eh, I don't think I've gone through some of the things that some people go through. And so for me, it's hard to answer that. Uh, what about you? I, I, I would just you lean on it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I can't speak that I'm in that same bucket, um, from that standpoint, but I do think that when you go through seasons where you're feeling a little insecure, whatever that may be, um, whether that's, you know, I mean, for a lot of women, like you have a baby, right? Your body's not back the way it is. You feel insecure. Your, you know, validation would feel really good in those moments, right? Um, but I think you have to find ways to validate yourself by doing things. And I, like for me, working out 
was a big part because I'm doing something that I'm choosing myself and I'm, I'm basically affirming myself through doing things that are good and then take yourself away from things that cause you to go into a place of um, doubt that, that, that affirmations needed. Right. So um, a lot of times the need for affirmation comes from the need of feeling like you're less than right. right? Yeah. So what are those things that trigger those feelings? I think you have to remove yourself from that. And sometimes that's, whether well, social media, but sometimes it's a place, it's people, it's, yeah. you know, um, a certain activity that you're doing and take yourself out of that for a while until you can find yourself in a place where, where that isn't a need. And I, I mean, I do think a lot of people struggle with, um, highs and lows and mental health and depression. And uh, I do think you go through those phases and you just have to be able to identify it and pull yourself out of it. So, you know, I think, if you find yourself in that state, some people aren't naturally needing affirmation. They just need it through seasons of life. But you have to find ways to, to be confident in yourself and validate validate on your own. I think, you know, from a standpoint of, for me, I go back to when you talked about the dopamine of that, like working out. What are those things that really make you feel good that you can do for yourself? Um, identify those. And then if you find yourself in those seasons, you got to revert back to a safe place. Um, and then how does your faith play into validation for you? Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Um, you know, I never question, um, I've never questioned my faith. That's just so interesting to me because I grew up in a, in a very, um, a very Christian home and I'm probably, but I never really understood what it took me a long time for me to really understand my relationship with God, yeah. meaning not looking at it from a parent child lens. Yeah, yeah. So once I really understood, once I really felt like I know there's nothing I can do to make me be loved more or less than, uh, from a faith perspective, it really shifted, um, at the end of the day, like, I view it as my God is so much bigger than anything I'm facing. Yeah. Um, I think that that kind of changed. I never really doubt. I mean, I think you asked, we were having this conversation in the car with a couple of people the other day with Kelly, right? At about what, what regrets do you have? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't really have any regrets. I really don't. I mean, I feel like, you know, my path has been led by something so much bigger than me. Right. So I think uh, from that perspective, I don't really, I don't really look through that lens. I mean, I think I am validated in knowing that I am right where I need to be and right where God has placed me to be. So I find a lot of comfort in that, even in the hard seasons of life. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool, guys. Well, man, this was this was good. Um, a little deep. A little deep. A little deep. <laughs> a little deep. Uh, but yeah, so we're in the heart of uh, season two right now. So until next time, keep following on all our social media channels. Um, and speaking of validation, like it, hard it, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> What's your business purposes? It's sharing the message. So, till next time, see you on the turf. Mm -hmm.